welcome to MOA MOA Manga Over Anime. I'm your host Ray. Welcome to the very first episode. So, in this podcast, we'll be discussing manga series from all genres from shonen to jose, shoujo to seinen. At the end of each episode, I'd like to give a brief rating from 1 to 10 on how highly I personally recommend each series we discuss. So, let's dive on in. In today's episode, our first episode, I'd like to talk about Blue Period by Tsubasa Yamaguchi. Blue Period is an ongoing series currently being published in Kondasha's monthly afternoon magazine. summary of Blue Period and just as a disclaimer or FYI for all my listeners out there I will be going somewhat spoiler spoilery into the series Um, I'll try not to for the most part but it might slip in one or two but I will promise that I won't or I will endeavor not to divulge any major major kind of plot points so like I was saying blue period for a quick summary you can think of blue period as the story of a high schooler called Yatora Yaguchi. Now, Yaguchi is a good kid, you know, popular. He's one of those uh, popular kids that are a little bit delinquent by Japanese school standards, but at the same time, very friendly and nice to everybody, so... No, very inoffensive kid and he spends his times relatively bored if we're being honest he's the kind that does well enough he studies well enough make sure he's have fun with his friends you know go out drink or two that kind of deal underage drinking big don't know kids but <clears throat> yeah so throughout his whole life or the brief kind of introduction to the life to his life that we see he's has all this going for him right he's popular he's friendly he has friends both at school outside of school he just has this feeling of boredom that permeates his life because he doesn't really have passion for anything like I'm sure a lot of us can relate like I personally can definitely relate to this especially when we're younger right we try to have those aspirations like hey I want to grow up to be an astronaut or whatever and at a certain point you kind of think is that really realistic enough and you kind of 
resign yourself to an average life. Not that there's anything wrong with that, right? It's just not the aspirations that we had as kids. So, Higuchi is, I would say, mature for his age because he, <clears throat> like I said, he's very bored because he knows that he's not exactly the fantastical hero of the story. And what I like about Blue Period, as I'm giving you this kind of brief overview, is that it's a very realistic series. If I had to pick a genre, I'd pick like Senin because it's um, a little more mature and emotional than a shonen series, which is a little more action-packed and exciting. So a lot of the conflict that I'll discuss later on is very character-driven and kind of internal, as opposed to these outside forces like you can, you know, fight a dragon or something. You can't really fight insecurity and boredom. Um, I'm droning on. Uh, back to the summary. Yeah, if you continue listening on to my podcast, you'll find that I every once in a while kind of drone on and get sidetracked a little. So I apologize in advance for that. But <clears throat> so like I was saying, uh, Yaguchi, Yatoro Yaguchi here is bored until he comes across a school assignment, which is an art assignment. And I don't know about other people, but I know that when I was in high school, there would definitely be those kinds of electives that, uh, being honest, there are those that are not exactly classes you take seriously. They're more just so you can graduate, right? And he definitely feels that way with the art class, right? It's where he can hang out with his friends, goof around a little, but he ends up taking this one particular assignment a lot more serious than he normally would have. And being the kind of kid that's how you imagine he'd be, you know, a little passionless. He's understandably a little embarrassed when his picture goes up on the board, both because of how amateurish it looks, but at the same time, also because he didn't take the full time and he regrets not putting more effort into it. And that just triggers this whole chain of events where he just ends up absolutely falling in love with art and drawing. And it's just such a great journey to be able to follow him as he kind of discovers himself and his passions and how that translates through the manga. given kind of a brief overview of what Blue Period is. Very brief, in fact. We can dive into some of the finer details in no particular order. Let's start with characters. 
So like I mentioned before, one of the main characters name is Yatora Yakuchi. And I really like his character because he has this very underdog quality to him as a student um, that's starting this passion of this of art drawing painting at a relatively later stage than some of his other students he naturally compares himself to people that have been studying this kind of stuff for years and years and it's just very interesting to see how he kind of stacks up to them because it's the whole world of blue period is a very it's soaked in realism it's nothing crazy is happening right he's not suddenly winning uh anonymous art competition and becoming a millionaire who can do whatever he wants no it's a very down-to-earth story of a kid who discovered his passion a little later than he'd like and the kind of journey he goes through to start taking his passion more seriously so he's constantly being challenged by some even some very basic um, concepts such as uh, you know just for example in drawing like I'm not <laughs> I'm not an artist so forgive me if I butcher some of these but like for drawing just understanding shapes and shadows and such um, I think there's a a term for those sketches that painters make but uh he yeah he practices with that constantly because it's a one of those simple things that he can he feels that his effort can really shine through so he's he's very hardworking. that's what really comes across in this series is that he's incredibly hardworking, and he just feels that he has to work 10 times harder than anyone else because he's starting so much later and you everyone loves an underdog story so you start you root for him you want him to succeed <clears throat> yeah and then at the same time his besides his efforts is his his other characterizations are how he he's a young man you know he shows that brave face but he's very surprisingly in touch with his emotions um there are or there is a scene as of the publication now there is a scene where he he cries to his friends because he's so overwhelmed by the stress and his decisions like was it right to pursue art because he becomes throughout the course of the story he goes from being interested in art to trying to pursue 
higher education. He wants to go to the, I believe it's like the Tokyo University of Fine Arts or something. Could be mixing up the, I believe it's in Tokyo, but could be mixing up the, the name Tokyo University of the Arts, I believe, which is incredibly difficult to get into. It's very prestigious as one of the few art schools available to him. And becomes um, quite a journey following him towards his goal. So yeah, Toriyaguchi, he's a, he's a, he's a good guy, works hard. And just one of those kind of guys that you, you want to see him succeed. In addition to our main protagonist, there's a lot of side characters or characters surrounding him that all have their own stories as well. That it's a real testament to the world that Tsubasa Yamaguchi makes in Blue Period that it feels like every side character's story is being played out even when we're not actively following them. Um, one of the ones that really stand out is a character called Ryuji uh, Ayukawa also known as Yuka-chan. So I will admit the first time I saw Yuka-chan, I was very, I was slightly confused because when we first introduced, um, she is wearing a school uniform and for those unfamiliar, a lot of Asian school, Japanese schools have school uniforms that are gender-based like skirts for girls and pants for boys. Um, Yuka-chan's uniform is a combination. He wears, or she wears the, the the jacket of the male uniform with skirts, I believe. And they have long hair and somewhat feminine qualities. So it wasn't immediately obvious her gender. Um, but I believe the offer is um, expressing that this Ryuji Ayukawa, also known as Yuka-chan, is a trans female. And we're introduced to them as a member of the art club and one who brings our protagonist kind of into the art club world. And like I said before, She's got a whole story going on that isn't, that's just being played out even when we're not following her. Like even if their chapters aren't dedicated to her. For example, while our main character here is working really hard, practicing his art and 
preparing for his exams to get into the art colleges, Yuka-chan here is also trying to apply to their own ideal art college and failing. And to just describe it, all we see is our main character talking to them in passing, saying stuff like, oh, how's your like exam or whatever or like oh you failed are you gonna try again like what does it mean and at some point stumbling upon Yuka-chan in a I wouldn't say exactly compromising but uh not a very not very hopeful situation um late at night and upset so from these kinds of things we've inferred that things weren't going so well and then we get like brief glimpses into her world where she loves art but she also loves her grandma so she specializes in Japanese art because it's her grandma's favorite style as opposed to the more kind of um, fashion designer, westernized kind of clothing that she's interested in. And at first we think, oh, I mean, it's not unrealistic for us to have a strong influence in our life, like our grandmother or whatever, and think, oh, yeah, I'll do that kind of art to make her proud. But it's more than that for Yuka Chan, because when we get a glimpse into her life we realize that she doesn't come from a very happy home like not her parents are do not approve of her her identity and her lifestyle so it, it can, it's it's difficult and she finds solace in her grandmother so it's it's more than just It's more than just picking Japanese art because it's something that grandma's. It's 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 such a way to be close to her grandmother. It's hard to describe, but <clears throat> all these feelings I'm describing to you, all these emotions, are very well conveyed actually in the series. So really, kudos to the offer here. And then besides Ruji, there are even these 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 side characters. Like when we're introduced to our main character, um, Yaguchi, he's hanging out with friends, like staying up all night, drinking, whatever. And you think his friends kind of show up, and they kind of fade away because the focus becomes more on Yaguchi and his art. Whereas his friends are still kind of, you know, having fun out there. But true to my remarks about how realistic the world is. Just because your friend is off doing something and you're not doing it with them doesn't mean you're not friends anymore. And we get those flashes where he go, he's hanging out with his friends again. And it's just implied that he's always been hanging out. Like, 
why would they stop being friends, right? Just because he's suddenly busy doing something else. That's not how real friendship works. And it comes to a very poignant point when one of the characters, he pretty much gets like, has like no lines for like the entire like series up to this point. But he notices that Eguji's feeling a little upset because of his art. Um, little downtrodden and it just has a nice kind of conversation like a pick me up kind of like cheer up we're all proud of you like we're happy that you're happy now kind of moment and it's one of those moments where you're like man I'm glad that these guys are like real friends not just like friends that happen to go drinking together and that's where the no they real friends because they look out for each other and they have that and that's that's great from a side character that had no lines but just showed up in the background so like i said there's just a lot of um a lot of good characterization here and a lot of like a living breathing world beyond just what we see on the pages I think that leads up very nicely into my next point, the world building of Blue Period. So to be fair, Blue Period is not a very fantastical world. It's very mired in realism and reality in that these are, you know, high school kids that are learning how to draw, how to paint, learning art how to appreciate art even but what I will say is that this gives this manga gives us a very fascinating at least to me insight into the Japanese art scene in terms of academia because I had no idea how hard it was to get into a, an art school in Japan. It's actually incredibly rare, at least according to this manga. It's actually incredibly rare. And just to like, for a little background on me, like I didn't, I don't have a background in the humanities. I have a background in like science and stuff. So I could not imagine what would go into a test for these kinds of art students or what would be a criteria of success or failure because you'd think oh art can be quite subjective and while true there are certain things that you kind of learn in this series that yeah it can be subjective but Good art has a way of conveying intent and purpose with your techniques. So you can go with like a very postmodern kind of messy style, but what is that trying to convey? Is that just messy for messy's sake? And if so, was it necessary to use this medium and this style? Or could you have conveyed your message in a better way? should have done something 3d 
2D? What colors? What? Did you even want to use brushes? Did you want to use stencils? You know, pen? Uh, all kinds of things. And then there's like, for those subjective things, there's all these little things to talk about, but there's also objectively, did you like draw an interesting drawing or was it an interesting painting? Because one of the things I didn't know they did was, for example, you see it sometimes in popular media where they have like, I don't know, a bowl of fruit and people would draw the bowl of fruit. And you'd think because you're usually seeing this from the lens of a camera, like watching a show or a movie or something, that obviously all the bowl of fruit should look like this, like from this angle. But then you get insight into the characters besides our main character and what they draw. We actually get to kind of see all the paintings. So yeah, that's what the fruit looks like from this angle, but this is how it looks like from this angle. And do you even want to focus on drawing a bowl of fruit? Or do you want to focus on the bowl? Focus on like one piece of fruit within the bowl. There's all these interesting things that I wasn't really exposed to until I read this manga. And then the application process, like, like all kinds of test taking, there's studying for the sake of passing tests. And just like how you would, for example, study certain questions for SATs, certain techniques to pass your SATs or get a high score, there are certain techniques for passing these kinds of exams for art school. They call them like exam art. The kind of art that appeals to these kinds of professors and proctors and that was really interesting to me too because now our protagonist struggles with if I'm making art for the sole sake of passing an exam can it still be considered art or is it like what is it you know if it can't can it, can it move anyone if it's for these kind of impure purpose yeah so the world around it just ex it's just a um, exposes a part of like our reality our world that i wasn't exposed to and it's really interesting to me now let's talk a little bit about the plot i've been kind of like sprinkling it in throughout the discussion so far but overall like for the progression of the plot it's pretty realistic and standard i think he uh yaguchi starts off as a second year high schooler so like i said pretty late on he gets interested in art and he talks to the art teacher at school and i'll characterize this as a bit of a a bit of an arc where he gets exposed to art seriously for the first time through this art teacher who teaches him like these techniques like here 
if you want to draw like a more interesting drawing you have to do like these shapes the shadows and stuff and he meets like other students in the art club and he doesn't this is also where he starts realizing whoa these like some of these students they're not just doing this as like an after school hobby they like are intending to make a career out of this they're intending to apply to colleges and one of his senpais uh mori senpai a small petitish girl right um relatively unassuming but draws does these beautiful oil paintings and manages to succeed in getting into one of the colleges that she really wants to and that just becomes a real inspiration for Yaguchi like he not only does he kind of resolve himself to at least attempt what more senpai did by trying to get into an art college but he also tries to do it with her medium which is oil painting because he was so moved by some of the pieces that she made and it's just it's nice because you you, you don't know where these kinds of inspirations or motivations come from but it's, it can come from anywhere and uh you're just you're kind of happy to see that oh man He's gonna take this seriously. It's great. And then from there, his art teacher recommends a cram school for these students that are more serious, like art, you know, art school. And this is where he meets other other students, not just from his school, but from other schools, all kind of collectively in the same room together, all with the mindset of getting into these colleges, and it becomes a very a very good environment for him to thrive because he gets to be in an environment where everyone is super serious about this their pursuit but still eccentric in a way because of how some artists are and he gets exposed to different styles of art stuff that he wouldn't have seen in his school's club and he realizes how small of a fish he is in the big ocean, you know? Like a small fish, or a big fish in a small pond. He, I think his very first piece, he gets placed like little below half, like midway from the whole class, which is a bit of a disappointing moment for him, but also kind of so sombering in the fact that he's like oh i've only been doing this for you know a couple months or a year it's to be expected and then he sees like the top like the best ones of the class and he's just he's just moved and that's just you know lights a fire in him and he he gets better at an alarmingly fast rate and one of the favorite parts of this whole arc of the series is the instructor Oba. She just has like a very <laughs> pleasing design. It's 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 silly. And she's her instructions are sometimes crazy and she just she's very helpful and it's great. 
and here we meet another really good side character uh maki kuwana she's a pretty girl a little delinquent looking but just one of the best artists in his class at the crab school and she also has an interesting story where she comes from a family of artists so she feels a pressure to kind of keep the family legacy alive and yeah you just even these characters that you don't they all have this motivation this this characterization behind them that really feels realistic and fleshed out and i really appreciate that I'd like to talk about the hype or pacing so a lot of series especially the ones published weekly have these kind of cliffhangers at the end of every chapter that make it really really exciting and make you anticipate the next chapter so blue period doesn't really have a lot of cliffhangers per se um, the way the chapters kind of come out in this magazine they're long they are very long. A lot of plot gets covered in each chapter. And there's it's it's a good pace because it makes every chapter just feel really, really worth it. Like you have yes, you have to wait a while for the chapter, but each chapter absolutely delivers in terms of plot. If I would consider I would consider it like if weekly shonen jump um, chapter of one piece or naruto back in the day would be like a 20 minute anime i would say blue period is easily a 45 minute to an hour drama kind of kind of pacing a lot gets done a lot gets set up but you still anticipate the next part because you're gonna learn so much more in the next part so good pacing overall um i think that's a pretty good intro to blue period and i think it's a good as time as any to kind of give you my rating on this series my recommendation so i would like to preface this by saying i don't really come up with a rating before i hop on the podcast with you guys my audience so i'll be kind of developing it right now in real time with you so um, if from a scale of 1 to 10, it's easily above a 5, right? Now, the question is, how far above 5, how far below 10? Is it a perfect series? I would not say, I wouldn't say it's perfect. Um, I have a very high standards for 
like a perfect series i don't even know if i have a perfect series a 10 out of 10 but <clears throat> it's definitely up there um in terms of characterization world building it's not the most creative for sure because it is just pulling straight from reality but it does have a great in terms of utilizing the medium of manga it has a great way of expressing these kinds of like i can imagine if i was reading a book or watching a lecture about you know art and lines and angles and stuff it'd be a lot more boring than the way it's conveyed in this manga so definitely above a six so above six below nine narrowing it down here i'd probably give blue period a seven out of ten a solid series something that's different from a lot of the more popular series and i think it's worth giving a read try out the first chapter let me know let me know if you enjoy it i'm sure there are a lot of us out there that are looking for something a refreshing take on the medium of manga you know something a little more slice of life but also has the passion of a shonen so yeah i think i'm gonna lock in a seven out of ten for blue period and for all of you <clears throat> anime watchers out there you know like i hope you got it from the name of this podcast that i'm more of a manga guy than an anime guy i think there's just i mean you know like don't don't attack me here i just feel like i can read a lot more manga than i can re watch anime and there are certain things that get lost in anime like the artwork is usually kind of modified a bit so i will say manga over anime don't come at me um, but yeah, for all you anime lovers out there, Blue Period has been announced to be getting an adaptation um, premiering in 2021. So if you don't like reading, you could wait for that. But I really think if it's available to you, give the first chapter, first volume a try it's a great coming of age story great characters uh, really informative and a breath of fresh air so thank you for taking the time spending the time with me here at moa i'm your host ray and until we read again bye